Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Monsters. I'm Mike. I'm Allison. And today we're going to continue with another Halloween mini-sode, and we have our third and final installment of our 1920s silent films, American style, as mm-hmm. opposed to the German expressionism we did a few days ago. So today I have a question to pose for Allison, and it's on the holy grail of silent films, which is a movie called London After Midnight, starring Lon Chaney Sr., who was made in 1927. The reason why this film is considered to be the holy grail of silent films is because it was lost in a MGM fire back in 1965 and supposedly there are no surviving prints left so there's no way to watch this movie anymore. There are stills that still exist and there is the script that also exists. Todd Browning was the original director. He directed the original Dracula. He directed Freaks. In 1935, I want to say, he redid London After Midnight with a different title. It was called Mark of the Vampire, starring Bella Lugosi in the role that Lon Chaney Sr. played. Now, there's a little shift there because in the original London After Midnight, there's an inspector who it's also played by Lon Chaney Sr. And the inspector is the one who dresses up like the vampire. So he's a counterfeit vampire. He's not a real vampire. But in the Mark of the Vampire, the inspector is a separate character from the counterfeit vampire. In the Mark of the Vampire, the inspector hires an actor to play a fake vampire. And that character is played by Bela Lugosi. Aside from that, the films line up pretty well. They're almost identical. So my question to Allison is, should we just be happy with Mark of the Vampire? Most critics believe or feel that Mark of the Vampire, uh, these are critics who actually saw both films. And most critics believe that Mark of the Vampire is actually a superior film. And so they just feel like, well, people just are obsessed with London After Midnight mainly because it's lost you know, forever. I believe that the strength of London After Midnight is really in Lon Chaney Sr.'s makeup. And once again, this iconic vampire that he created with the top hat and the filed teeth and everything. It's its a very well-known vampire look. It's right up there with Lugosi. And of course, we'll never see that except for in stills. We'll never see it in the film form. So my question is, is it worth it to try to experience London After Midnight via uh, some of these attempts that people have made to try to piece together the film by using stills and using the script and then also going and watching Mark of the Vampire and just sort of filling in the gaps yourself? Or should we just watch Mark of the Vampire and be happy with that? Okay, me personally, I don't think Mark of the Vampire can substitute London After Midnight because we've all seen movies that have been remade. And even if the remake is good, it's not the same. So just by that, no. But I think that because the script still survives, I think you can get a pretty good idea of what the movie would have been like. Because, yeah, I saw a reconstruction of it online where they take all the stills that they had. Sometimes I think they're even, like, cramming extra stills in (laughs) in places where, like... You don't need that many angles of the same person or something, you know, but they're just trying to use them all, I guess. And um, if you only had that and like a few cue cards or something, then that wouldn't be sufficient because there'd be places where it's like, well, what's that about? Like, what is this? And it'd just be like this hole where everyone just has to guess. But because there's a script that tells you like the storyline, I think you can get a pretty complete picture from like those two things combined. People have 
been making a bunch of projects with like what's left. Apparently there's like a radio play. There's a whole bunch of different reconstructions on YouTube, like to varying degrees. And then there's a bunch of people just like explaining the script, telling you the storyline and everything. And I think there's also like a, a book version of the movie that came out. So yeah, with all that, like London After Midnight definitely benefits from being considered the holy grail because there's plenty of other missing movies that people hardly like know a thing about but london after midnight because it's got so much attention i think you can get a pretty good idea of the story and what's going on there's just a couple things though that i still don't understand it's pretty basic overall it's basically like a scooby-doo episode there's a police detective i guess he's the one that like you said is posing as the vampire and he tries to use people's fear of the vampire to i guess make them confess and stuff because i guess for a majority of the movie they're trying to make the audience think oh is it actually like supernatural but then in the end it's revealed to all be fake but because they stick with the supernatural angle for so long in the middle there's like this one part where the dead guy's grave is empty and then they see him like sitting upright in his old house and they never explain like okay is he like taxidermied or something or is this like a weekend at Bernie situation like that's never explained but overall the general story you can get way more of it than any other lost film I think so and then yeah if somehow it ever does come up everybody will have a party watch parties of it I'm sure <laughs> so we'll be back again tomorrow continuing our Halloween minisodes and we'll be introducing a new theme Bye. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, leave us five stars and a review. Thanks.